Welcome to the Brian Thomas Crop podcast. I am Brian Thomas Crop, and I believe that stories have a tremendous power for good in the world. So I write them and I enjoy sharing them with you. And if you are new to the podcast, welcome. Uh, glad that you are here. And if you are new to the podcast, then I want to welcome you. I'm glad that you are here. The way that this podcast works is that I read a chapter out of a story that I've written from one of the books that I have, and then I'll talk about some of the behind-the-scenes stuff, either what inspired me to write that chapter or something in that chapter, or maybe there is an Easter egg hidden in there uh, for you. Um, but we've been looking at a book that I wrote in, uh, I can't remember now, but I only had one kid. And uh, we were, my wife and I, we were uh, hoping to introduce her to this idea that there are certain life strategies that the Bible teaches all of us deal with. And this was a, hopefully a fun way to help introduce her to those different uh, things. So uh, this is the last chapter in, in uh, Sabrina Cubbins and Mr. Alexander's Pottery Palace. And uh, kind of puts a button on this whole uh, teaching aspect of, of this book. So I hope you enjoy it. I hope you've enjoyed uh, the whole book up to this point. And uh, we will wrap up Sabrina Cubbins and Mr. Alexander's Pottery Palace right after we hear from this week's sponsors. This episode is also sponsored by the Casey Jackson in South Acres series. I am proud to announce that the final book, Carry That Weight, is out in Amazon stores. You can get that in a physical book or in an ebook for your Kindle. Uh, this is uh, a story that has taken about a year to get released. It's a four-part story, and all four parts are out, so you can have the whole series. Uh, go check out the link in the show notes and grab your own copy of Carry That Weight, or if you haven't uh, looked at the whole series, you can grab the whole series uh, there as well. And now, here's our chapter. Chapter 8 how pottery is made. A few days later, Sabrina and her mom went on a special mother-daughter trip to the burger shack for cheeseburgers, fries, and shakes. So, Mom, I was thinking, Sabrina said as she slurped the last of her strawberry shake, the whole thing with pottery class. What were all those stories for? They were books I'd found over the years. I liked them because they pointed out some of the different ways people choose to get what they want, her mom said. Your dad and I thought the stories would be more memorable for you than us just talking to you. Hopefully they will stick with you as you grow up and start making choices as a young woman. But, Sabrina thought a bit, why do they all end so badly? Let me ask you this, Sabrina. In each story, did the main character do what was asked of them? No. Sabrina said. Most of them did the opposite. And it didn't go well for them, did it? Her mother said. No, said Sabrina. Her forehead was growing deep trenches. Let's go over again what happened in each story. 
Sabrina and her mother reviewed each of the stories from the story box. They discussed how messy Myrtle's laziness and lying got her kicked out of the house, how the Hinkle tried to control the king into doing everything her way, and how Horatio the dodo bird was so focused on having fun he didn't see the danger coming for him. Then there was Simon the magician who wanted glory more than to serve the king, and the lioness whose only goal in befriending Jake was to eat him. Mother pointed out how the characters' foolish choices put them in a worse place from where they started. So what about Jenny? Sabrina asked. What about her? Her mother asked. There wasn't a story for her. Well, she's a lot like you. From what you told us about Jenny, she's someone who hasn't yet decided if one of these bad strategies are a good idea or not. You and she look at the world as very simple, and one of the things your dad and I want to show you is that there is a lot more going on in situations than you may see at first. Her mother paused a moment and stared hard into Sabrina's eyes. Sabrina knew this look. Her mother was chewing on a thought, and she wasn't sure if she was going to like it. Tell me again how a pot is made, she said eventually. We've watched videos on this at home, Sabrina said. Humor me. Sabrina sighed. You take a bunch of clay, you mash on it with your hands or tools until it looks like what you want. Then you bake it in the oven, sorry, the kiln. Mr. Alexander was very clear on that. And once it's hard, you glaze it and put it back in the kiln, and that's it. Right now, you are like that clay, her mother said. My job and your father's job is to mold you into a person who loves God and makes wise choices. You're reaching an age when life is going to turn up the heat on you and whatever plan you have for making wise choices will get baked in. Then, as you get older, with your strategy hardened in you, you'll dress it up with a glaze and it will be very hard to learn a new strategy that loves people and honors God. And I don't want that for you, her mother continued. I don't want one of those foolish strategies to get hardened into you because I love you, and I want to set you up for success as much as possible. The Bible says in Proverbs 13:20, if you get around wise people, you'll learn to be wise. But if you hang out with foolish people, like the people in the stories, Sabrina interrupted, right, like the people in the stories, you'll get hurt a lot. Sabrina was quiet for the rest of the afternoon as she thought about Mr. Alexander's Pottery Palace, the girls she met there, and the stories from the story box. She thought all the way through dinner and right up till going to bed. As her father tucked her in and kissed her goodnight, Sabrina stopped him and said, Dad, could you read me one of the stories from the story box? I think I need to hear them a lot so I won't end up like them. Her dad looked at her and smiled. Okay. Just one, he said, and then you need to go to sleep. He held the box out to her. She pulled a book out, and he began to read to her as she drifted off to sleep. So again, if uh, if this is your first episode, I highly encourage you to go back uh, and listen to all of these stories. Um, At the time that I wrote the story, uh, my pastor had done a a very long and deep study into this concept of fool or folly that is in the Bible. And those words that we read as fool, folly, foolishness in English, um, we don't really have a good, uh, 
one-to-one translation from what is written in the ancient Hebrew language that the Old Testament is written in. Um, But in his study, he uh, discovered that there's really uh, five foolish strategies. There's what he labeled the easy way fool, the my way fool, the fun way fool, the glory way fool, and then the predatory way fool. And um, when I was recording uh, this uh, story just uh, a little bit ago, uh, there's this mention of Jenny and who's Jenny, and I was thinking, I don't remember who Jenny was. Um, It's been a while. So uh, back in chapter one, when uh, Sabrina has uh, the introduction to all of these stories that her parents have been sharing with her, there is a sixth uh, not really fool, um, but it's um, it's a naive person. Think of like Pinocchio, uh, just kind of uh, going through life, not really thinking anything is anything, and uh, runs into all kinds of trouble just because he's naive. And all of us are that way at one point or another, certainly as we are in our tween years and moving from being a kid to being a teenager where we start having to take more responsibility for ourselves. That's where we can be and find ourselves. So I did want to write the book to catch my daughter before those years so she would have some categories for uh, making good life choices. But then as I was writing this book, the uh, quote-unquote assignment of it was uh, we're homeschooling our daughter and wanted to introduce these concepts to her. And my wife said, hey, it'd be great since you're wanting to write books and things, you could maybe write something that would be helpful for her. And so that's where uh, the, the inspiration for writing the book came from. But I was getting to the end of the book and I didn't know how to end the book. Uh, I, Aside from not knowing how to title anything, uh, ending books is really difficult too. I was just very grateful as I was getting to the end of the thing and Sabrina and her mom are talking and I realized, oh, the clay and the naive person are very similar. And I had written this whole thing uh, from uh, Sabrina going to a pottery class and learning how to do pottery and not really having an end in mind for how this book was going to end and uh, was very happy with the uh, accidental like, oh, this would be a great way to end the book where she's like the clay and trying to mold and the the kiln heats the clay and life kind of hardens some strategies in and all that kind of stuff. I was like, oh, this is great. Thank you, God, for helping me out. Uh, There was a, a... a thing some friends of mine and I would do from time to time when um, my wife and I were dating, which were these things called uh, spontaneous sermons, where take, uh, no, spontaneous object lesson, where take any object and try to tie the Bible into it. So um, pick up a salt shaker and talk about how we're supposed to be the salt of the earth or uh, an orange and talk about how uh, God created it or, you know, some some kind of thing, just spontaneous, completely unstudied sermon things to kill time while you're in seminary. And this kind of reminded me of that, of all things at some level point back to or can be pointed back to what God is doing in our lives and in the world. And so I was very grateful um, uh, for how the book ended and um, just a reminder that the longer we live in a certain uh, life strategy, the harder it is for us to reverse. It's not impossible 
Uh, all things are possible in Jesus Christ. And if you've been listening to the book and go, that sounds like me and I want to get out of that, there is hope in Christ that he can transform lives and move our hearts and our desires from where we are now to be more like him and to work uh, in alignment with his ways. Um, but it's harder. Um, so my encouragement to you and uh, to all the, the little girls who are like Sabrina, uh, I'm praying that um, everyone chooses to live life according to God's ways and not these harmful life strategies. So next week, we are starting a brand new book. This is a book that I've titled Showdown in the Yukon. It was the first novel I ever wrote, and that presented its own set of challenges, which we will talk about along the way, I'm sure. But if you have enjoyed uh, this podcast, uh, I would encourage you, uh, leave me a review. It's just fun to kind of read uh, what you guys write there and uh, share it with other people. I think all the links for that are in the show notes. And uh, you can also uh, check out all of the books that I have over there on amazon.com. But until uh, next time, I hope you have a great week and I will see you later.